Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Hey, Trey. Hey, Ray. I think I would say overall, would you gauge this past weekend for the Arkansas Razorback football program to be a very successful weekend? A couple of defensive backs pledged, uh, both from Baylor and then the linebacker who from South Florida by way of Central Florida, now the University of Arkansas, uh, all panned out. So it looks like, uh, to me, a very successful weekend. Yeah, I think so. Had a good number of visitors in and um, got some commitments, obviously. Now they're not done. I've got them at 74 total scholarships right now, so they got 11 spots left. Uh, but Al Walcott is a, is a nice, nice addition. Uh, we talked a lot since the last game about how they really need to add some more safeties, and then I think that was before Simeon Blair uh, entered the portal. But Al Walcott had like 84 tackles or something last year for Baylor, uh, 6'2", 219 pounds. Um, and they also got Lorando Johnson, who's a former four-star prospect, didn't put up the same numbers. I'm at the point where I want to see, like, production out of the transfers. But at the same time, you know, if you can get a guy who was highly regarded, he was highly regarded for a reason. But my preference would be a guy that was really productive, uh, and, and that's Walcott, uh, Johnson being more of the highly rated guy. I still played a lot for him. Uh, but um, two nice additions there. Antonio Greer, who – committed and signed with Arkansas and then said he was opening things up. <laughs> and then I guess they solidified his wavering commitment. But he's a good-looking linebacker. I think they, they could use another one. The, for people who are confused about how that works with signing, you sign a financial aid agreement form, which means the school is bound to give you a scholarship when you enroll there, but you don't necessarily have to enroll there. So that's how things kind of move around. Like Miles Slusher, I think – I don't know if he signed with Louisville officially, but let's say he had signed with Louisville. Uh, then that didn't bind him when he, he flipped, flipped to, to Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, yeah, flipped to Colorado. So that didn't bind him to Louisville. So he was able to do that. Um, but, yeah, there's still, you know, a lot of other guys that are out there. Um, and we just kind of got to wait and see how things shake out with them. But they've got a lot of spots left. Trey, what oh, about wait, the guys. tight end I... from Texas, the, actually north of Texas? Jake Roberts. Yeah. Yeah, so right when he left, Oklahoma offered. He's from Oklahoma. We talked about him a little bit. Uh, Baylor, I think, is also in the mix. And I, I think Arkansas has a good chance just talking with Danny about it, but we'll just, we kind of got to wait and see. Uh, they also had the Notre Dame tight end who, who came in for a visit as well. So I wouldn't expect them to take probably more than, than one tight end, but uh, it'll be him or the, the Notre Dame guy. By the way, you guys mentioned Miles Slusher going to Colorado. I don't know if you were watching. Uh, oh, whatever the game, sh- the pregame show is on ESPN. Um, they had Nick Saban and uh, Deion Sanders were there for a brief segment. Everybody was in suits, including Nick. Deion had a sport coat, sunglasses, hat. <laughs> Looked pretty cool. <laughs> and I'm thinking, 
you think he isn't on there just telling every player, <laughs> every player, come on to Colorado. Oh, yeah, his Colorado shirt's on. Mm-hmm. It was pretty hilarious to watch him. So I can see why Miles Slusher was attracted to go play for Deion Sanders. So the only yeah. thing only thing He's missing only thing missing was the athletic duck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the duck wasn't there. You're right. But when they were finished, Nick, Nick and Deion did a high five when they were done. <laughs> so Yeah, they're both counting their money. Interesting. Yeah, they are. They <laughs> both do well. Yeah. They're not going hungry, for sure. No. Let's talk to uh, Shane. Shane, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I was going to see if he knew anything about Dominic Johnson. Is he, is he on the mend, or was he will he be playing spring ball? He's on the mend. He's not going to be playing spring ball, uh, but he's on the mend. I saw him at one of the bowl practices. He was on the side with, with Ben Souders and some of the other injured guys doing um, – you know, just doing workouts and stuff. So he's he's still on the mend, but uh, I would. It was early enough this time that he should be ready by the start of the season, well before the start of the season. Uh, but he won't be ready for spring ball. Yeah, I was against all y'all's thoughts on the baseball team coming up. I think uh, I think they'll be better than last year. Let's see what you guys think. Whew. Last year they finished third in the country. <laughs> That's. He, he finished third, third. They didn't win the national championship, but they finished third in the country. How did they so finish the year before that? Uh, not as high. They, did they even go to Omaha two years ago? I can't remember. They No, they, no, they were ranked number one all good. year. They were ranked number one all year and then didn't yeah. get to Omaha two years exactly. ago. Exactly. Yeah, number this, one this, all year. I, yeah. All I was saying, I, you know way more about baseball than me, but they seem like they're pretty good every year. So they're I think good. there's a decent chance that they could be better. Is that when they lost to <laughs> NC State? Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah, when they lost to now. NC State, and then NC State got COVID and wasn't able to finish well, the, off the, the fall baseball. If, well. if the pitching is as good as yeah. it's being touted, yeah. this team has a chance to go along. Could be really way. good. That's right. Good. Hayden Smith could be really, really good. We saw him at his best when he came in in relief last year. He's going to be a starter this year. He's got a chance to be really, really good. This is a loaded pitching staff. They're going to be really, really a ton of competition. uh, See, you lose two or three, and we're talking baseball now. (laughs) Basketball's... Well, if they, the lose, if they lose two out of three in their in an early baseball series, then uh, Mike will call again and talk about how they'll never win again. <laughs> Maybe, Mike. <laughs> All right, let's talk with uh, Charlie. Get back on track here. Charlie, good afternoon. Uh, you got a question or comment for Trey? I do, Randy. I mean, you just every time you introduce me, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be a little, you know, this one sounded even worse today. Oh, let's talk to Charlie. Let's get this crap over with. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, I, I do want to say I really haven't called since uh, all the hires happened and uh, some of the guys we brought in. I'm really excited uh, about the D.C. and the guy, uh, the defensive backs coach, is, uh, or the he's going to be the co-defensive coordinator. Um, Trey, you don't have a burner account on Twitter, do you? Because the only reason I'm asking you that, man, uh, they be coming at you on Twitter sometimes. I be like, man, I, is Trey gonna lose his mind here on Twitter? I mean, I be trying to defend you every now and then. It'd be some idiot comment. I'm like, I, Trey, Trey got to be holding back. <laughs> I don't, maybe he has a burner account. I don't know, but he can respond to the the mm-hmm. trolls on Twitter. I was just wondering. I was just hoping well, you didn't have. Your... Go ahead. Well, there's a level <laughs> that I don't go to, I guess. 
So I feel you. <laughs> I, I, I understand. I'm gonna I'm gonna get, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. It's like this. When Simeon Blair transferred, the same people that were saying he sucked and he couldn't play <laughs> yeah, are the same people. Right. <laughs> are the same people who come up there on there and say, yeah. "Oh my God, we're, we're losing everything. <laughs> we're, we're just not gonna be able to field enough players next year." Hilarious, isn't yeah, it? We're gonna be fine, and we're yeah. gonna be fine. Look at what the Portland's brought us over the weekend. I'm excited about some of the guys that we brought in. At the end of the day, we're going to be fine. We're going to bring in players. And the only here's my question about next year, though. I do want to ask you this, Trey. Do you think? And y'all may have already touched on this. I may be asking a difficult question, but do you think that Kendall stays because of KJ more than anything? Because I I do. That's just my personal opinion. I could be wrong. Just to run it back one more year with him, and then also. Uh, I was going to ask you, as far as like, okay, I'm looking at this team, and I'm, and we're a long way off. I get it, but I think next year, I think we got to find a way to get to the quarterback more consistently without blitzing. And I thought this year, you know, you had Drew Sanders, obviously, and then I thought Jordan Dominic, you know, at times. But I think we got to be able to do that more consistently because I think at the beginning of the year we got to such a great start, and then we had a huge wall there. Well, and I don't know that they. Just, um... I don't know that they anyway, had to blitz thanks, a whole God. lot because, I mean, a lot of times, you know, you just got three down linemen and you're bringing a linebacker. Technically, that's a blitz, but you're still just bringing four, you know. Uh, they led the SEC in sacks this year, so that's it's pretty good, especially last year. I think they only had 25. I think they might have been last or second to last in sacks last year and led this year, so um, – yeah, I'd mean, be interested to see who the who the next um, assistant coach hire is because there's been some talk they'd hire a defensive line coach. I don't know why you need a defensive line coach if you led the SEC in sacks. It wasn't just Drew Sanders. It was, you know, um, Jordan Dominic had seven and a half, and uh, um, Landon Jackson had three. Terry Hampton had two. You know, Zach Williams had – I can't remember how many Zach had, but you had a lot of guys getting sacks, obviously, if you had that many. Um so I, I think that they'll probably end up hiring a cornerbacks coach, but uh, you got to bring pressure here and there. They definitely have indicated with Travis Williams' hire that they want to be aggressive, and I think that's I think that's probably needed for Arkansas's defense. I think it's I think it's good to be aggressive, and you know you give up some stuff, but you also make some plays. The problem last year, which didn't make any sense, is if you're getting to the quarterback. And if you get 42 sacks, then you would have to consider also that you're also getting to the quarterback and not getting sacks and rattling him and moving him out of the pocket, changing his launch point, all of those things. And they still gave up more passing yards than any team in the country. Arkansas was dead last out of 131 teams in, in passing yards surrendered. And maybe that's his point, that maybe they were being too aggressive and gave up too much big stuff. I don't know that they were being too aggressive. I think they were being moderately aggressive right yeah it wasn't like they were just sending the house on every play let's talk to anthony anthony good afternoon you have a question or comment for trey uh yeah good afternoon how y'all doing Woo, Arkansas way too bad you know they did pretty good uh this week but uh they still got to prove a little bit more and uh you know i, I think i'm going to go a long way they just gotta you know find a way to get that defense back going going again what do y'all think about this good points anthony thank you get the defense um, going again 
Yeah. Are we talking about basketball? I think he must be. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> this from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. Woo Pig Hunter. Quincy McAdoo, what side of the ball will Quincy play next year? Here, and he wants to go back to wide re- receiver. Well, if they do, then, I mean, you get you get uh, Ladarius Bishop back. You, you you could probably afford to do that if if he's going to – first of all, he needs to start at wide receiver, in my opinion. If he goes to wide receiver, then he needs to be a starter there because you don't move a player who's starting one spot to be a backup somewhere else. Um, they do have um, uh, Lorando Johnson, uh, who's committed, Snacks Johnson, I believe is what they call him. Uh, so they have him. You're going to get Ladarius Bishop back from injury, uh, and you've got uh, you've got Dwight McLaughlin. So, you know, there's three guys right there that are, you know, and, you, and you've got um, uh, a, a few other guys. But to me, as long as Quincy, if he is good enough to start at wide receiver, then you move him. If he's not good enough to start at wide receiver, then I think he probably should stick to cornerback. Boy, it looks like he's got an NFL career as a yeah, D-back. I'd say stay where you are, but he I, obviously will sure have a voice. I'm not sure about wide receiver because we just hadn't seen you at that position. Right. But, uh, well, he took a couple of snaps before he went over. I saw there. him in the spring quite a bit, and he's he looked pretty good. He definitely caught my eye. Um, but, he's I mean, we've seen him on game days excel at cornerback yeah a baller on game day that's mm-hmm. uh, very difficult to replace uh mason says looks like to me that mr pinion when on defense he tries to kick passes is that good defensive strategy <laughs> <laughs> yes mm. <laughs> Leave the kid that, that is not your ideal technique no yeah, they need Joseph to, uh, if he's going to be in the game, he's got to hit threes. I mean, he's got to. He's got to move to get open, too. Yeah. They were very stagnant. I just say that he, he's a bit of a liability on the defensive end, so you got to be, like the other night, you know, he lit it up, and that's that's what they got to have out of him if he's going to be out there. But, I mean, we can, you know, we can complain about Pinion. There's, there's a list of guys. I mean, the, the – the, Anthony Black was 13 to 16 from the free throw line. The rest of the team was 6 to 16. You're not going to beat many teams on the road shooting like that. And they were like one of nine, one of seven, something like that on layups in the first half. Oh, they were awful. Yeah. Could not well, hit anything. One three pointer made all night. There was one time when Arkansas had five consecutive mm-hmm. offensive rebounds and I think it was finally a foul on Kamani Johnson I'm not sure if I can't remember if it was a shooting foul or not but five opportunities and mm-hmm. I mean just laying bricks at the basket just not being able to convert and I you know I think that this is my because I'm, I'm going to fall back on some of my experiences when you start missing those chippies and I know Rick, we make it sound so easy just to make a layup. But you're talking about destroying the shooter's confidence when you can't make one from three feet or two feet or whatever it may be. That that takes away from a a shooter's confidence. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's disappointing how they've started out, but they've had just the worst luck. Probably, possibly their two best players are injured right now, and hopefully Nick Smith will be back. But you know, we've we've seen Eric Musselman coach this team a few times, and they always seem to hit a little bit of a lull. You know, early mid conference play, and then they make the elite eight. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, it's hard not to put a lot of faith in the guy that he'll get it figured out. He will. Oh, I got to believe he's going to shake some things up. Just if nothing else, yeah. to get some attention. Yeah, and then, you know, Devo's another guy. Devo's Devo's not playing well this year. His numbers are not good. Like three point shooting is horrible. Oh, and he's taking more threes. Yeah, I know. I don't know. He's taking more, and he's like seventeen he percent, and he's shooting three a game. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, not a good idea. Yeah. But to y'all's point, maybe we should not even say a word about basketball until mid-February, and then we can say, hey, look what happened. That, 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 that's really, but by then, I'm sure Arkansas is going to be pretty darn good. That does not work with our audience, Rick. I was about to say, and how, if they're how many not? hours is this show? <laughs> 15, that'd be <laughs> 15 hours a week. A couple. 15 hours a week not to talk about basketball. Okay. We I are know. in Can't do basketball that. season. <laughs> Can't do that. Can't do it. I get it. Okay. All right. All right. You may have seen this, Trey, and I, don't, I, I want to touch on this before we run out of time with you. But mm-hmm. Commissioner Greg Sankey voices opposition to early signing period. We're crushing coaches in December. Yeah, they are. Now, I mean, where it's... do you move the early signing period if you just don't bring right. it back? Well, it wouldn't be one. So I would, here's what I was thinking. Here's what I was thinking. We go to 395 days. We just add one more month. At the end of the year, we'll call it <laughs> transfer recruit ember. Oh, my gosh. And that that should fix it, I think. Yeah. Right. I'm not an Good astrologist or one. anything, so I don't know about how the <laughs> – yeah, the way the sun rotates, <laughs> like, you can forget that one. Wow. That September's yeah. now. I'm going to need my snow no, boots. Just don't even have an early signing period. Just go back to signing in February, you know, or signing in early March. You know, what, whatever you want to do is okay. But eliminate. And, and the, the reason for having a December signing period was it was excellent. It was a great reason. It was before the transfer portal in the NIL. Transfer portal in the NIL have totally changed things, and that's why they ought to just drop it. One of them's got to move out. They've either got to move. But here's the here's the thing too. Arkansas has like sixteen or seventeen guys enrolling early. Yeah, that in, is in true. Recruiting. Oh, you so got they're that. and it, and it's like that every year. But that could still the answer. Happen. They the can answer, still do it. Right, but signing. it's still it yeah. doesn't change anything with the with right. how that month yeah. December is because, I mean, they've got sixteen guys enrolling early. They've only signed twenty high school kids, so yeah. I mean, all but right. four. I mean, that's not that. That's not anything significant. What they need to do, in my opinion, is move the transfer portal window to the spring. Yes. And if you want to transfer, you got to wait till the spring. You don't get to go through spring ball. You don't get to have it all. Sorry, you don't get to have it all. That's that's the answer. Move it to the spring. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I'd say that's a good idea. But isn't it interesting? So 16 out of 20 signees will graduate from high school early. No senior prom, no spring sports, none of that kind of stuff. Are are we depriving these guys of of experiences? Oh, they get to go back for the prom, huh? If they want to, they can go back, yeah. I've I've seen guys do that. But, yeah, everybody's in a big hurry these days. And, I mean, I understand wanting to get on – 
because you want to get on campus, you want to enroll early, you want to go to the pros early, you, you know, I mean, everybody's in a hurry. And you got to be three years before you can go to the pros. Playbook. I guess you can right. find out quickly if you need to go into the transfer portal, huh? Did, a, did an asteroid just <laughs> hit the earth? What? I mean, I'm in the pregame show up here, Nick Saban's in the middle of the guys oh, on the set, and he's got them rolling and laughing yeah. and showing personality. Yeah. What has happened? Well, the thing is, if Nick Saban sells a joke, you have to laugh. I mean, you don't have any choice, even mm-hmm. if it's funny or not. So I'm watching with the sound down, so I don't know what he's saying. But I have never heard of him saying a joke. Actually, he's pretty – He's when he does TV interviews for ESPN, or he's, he's usually really good. I don't know that he laughs a lot, but he's he's really good and kind of a little bit more lighthearted. So why yeah. does he have to be a jerk when he talks to the sideline reporters? Or the well, Alabama report media. It's probably I mean, tough to get yourself out of the uh, mode that I you're mean, in. Yeah, because the game's going on then. That would be the come mode. Okay, I yeah, got it. It's a, it's a different deal <laughs> when the game's going on. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Bye, Media, Hogsports.com. It's being brought to you by the Ashen Record Service Company.